0: Okay, so when I was thinking about this, I've never actually recorded an introduction for this podcast. So, welcome to the Worldless King CJ Podcast, where we talk about music of all kinds. Pop, country, hip-hop, trap, R&B, soul, just overall. We're, we're going to take a deep dive into music um, and just kind of see where we end up. and What conversations and what we can learn from the music that isn't so clear in the first listen. So, welcome to the Royalist King CJ Music Podcast, and I hope you enjoy. So this topic, uh, this topic that we're going to talk about for this episode is something that I, I do have to be gentle in the way that I talk about this, because there are a lot of women, there are some men that that deal with this, and while this isn't a a huge concern for a lot of people this requires me to talk about the song but also a lot of sticks that come with it and and I say this because there will be and you'll hear this when I talk about certain things where I try to make sure that everyone feels comfortable with this and bef- before I talk about the song there are things that I do want to talk about in general about this topic and and I'll and I'll go into details without this topic but overall, this is going to be in more of an informative episode where we're talking about uh, sexual assault or sexual violence towards a group of people. We're going to look at it from a lot of different standpoints, but we're also going to relate this to the music, right? But there, but this is a serious topic. So this is going to take more time or is this going to be a long episode than others solely because there, there's a certain way you handle certain situations like this and for sexual assault. There's a certain way that I think that I should handle this. It should be more informative while also talking about the music. But at the same time, making sure that when I show light to this, I I show that it's not always a laughing matter. It's not that we always blame the victim of somebody that is being sexually assaulted. This is more of a general statement that we must look at before we even describe or discuss or in general before we talk about the song and the meaning behind the song but we also must talk about this after we discuss the song in depth in depth in, in I think this is a this topic that needs to be discussed however so th- so this is just a, a huge disclaimer before we start the episode that this episode is going to be based around a sexual assault song or a sexual violence song against a woman In this particular case, but we're going to talk about sexual assault in many different cases. And what I'm going to try to do while I do this research for this episode um, is also try to get like hotlines in different countries, different uh, counties, different states. So that if a person is listening to this and they need the hotline number, they need the specific hotline number for their state because they don't know what it is. Or they don't know the certain county that the hotline number exists to, or they need the federal, um, or they need the federal hotline number. I'm gonna to try to leave these in the description because I think it is very important to talk about this topic. However, at the same time, there will be links about many of the many of the data that I'm pulling from in this episode. But also, we're gonna talk about art as it expresses itself. There, so there will be data that I will like sprinkle. In this episode in many different ways it's it's not going to be more it's not going to be extremely direct there will be porch where i go well this relates to this and 80 percent has shown or there's evidence to back that there are a lot of people that go through sexual assault and they change their names so this is a lot of uh this is more me like of a like just me kind of discussing the evidence and discussing the things that are happening to people and giving them a voice and in this episode we're gonna talk about the song we're gonna talk about the music we're going to do pretty much the normal routine however we're gonna show evidence we're gonna explain evidence we're gonna show why it's valid and why it isn't valid we're also going to talk about the low number of cases that it happens to men but also what happens to women and if I can find evidence, I'm going to find, I'm going to look for evidence everywhere. But evidence that it happens to non-binaries, that it happens to children, that it happens to adults. This episode is going to be very informative about a lot of information. It will probably be one of the longer episodes that I have ever done. And this is probably going to be pushing, I don't know, at this moment, but it will be pressing a long time. So the song itself will have its own introduction. This is just a huge disclaimer because I'm not entirely sure. I, I think when, when I talk about music, I think I had a more, hey, this is this and this and this and back is evidence or proven of the artist's history. However, sexual assault is something that I, I just, it's a topic for me that I think needs to be discussed more. And since I kind of have a, a smaller plat, a smaller platform to talk about this and bring us to like, especially with songs that talk about sexual assault and the problem that comes from it, I think this is kind of me using my platform for good. And I'm gonna do episodes like this every once in a while, or I might do these more often where a song touches a heavy topic, and I'm not gonna stare, I'm not gonna stray away from it. So, and some of these songs will be alternative and country. Um, some hip hop some r&b but this this song when, when I heard it it hit close to me cuz i f- it hit close to me because there's th- this topic to me i don't think is talked about a lot or it's very much hey we're going to blame the victim for what they were doing or what they were wearing or how many drunks. and this and that perspective is what i hear when people talk about women in this aspect however i haven't really and and this is it's a thing where most men won't admit to being sexually assaulted, which, you know, I I can't really, I can't really, like I understand why most men won't uh, um, report a sexual assault because they think they'll be uh, victimized or they think that um, people will judge them. And I think that's part of the reason I'm doing this, but also because I don't, there aren't many platforms where I heard, I've heard i heard from men that are showing both sides of the women and the men's side, but also the non-binary side. And as I said, I'm going to look for evidence on, to back this up for non-binary, but I don't want anyone to feel that they are being excluded from this evidence or that they are being excluded from the data because they didn't hear me talk about a specific group Um, they didn't hear me talk about a specific uh, county or a certain country, continent, state, providence, you know, I think, and and I think I'm going to look at this more from, like, two different aspects, a criminology side, a psychology side, but also the music aspect of things, so this is going to be, like, one of those longer episodes, and I do apologize, if you don't like longer episodes, I apologize in advance, but this is just me kind of opening up about the disclaimer, because I feel that if I don't put a disclaimer here, people, am like... Well, why did he, why did, wait, why do we, how do we get to the sexual assault? And I get that this song's talking about sexual assault, but why, why is there evidence to back this up? Why is there evidence to back this claim up? Why is there, um, different reports? Why is there data being put in this episode about music? I don't know. I just, I, I feel that there isn't much, and Ooh. I've I've been listening to a few podcasts about these, and I really haven't heard people talk about from a music aspect of it and I think I haven't heard music really talking about serious crimes like this and so it leaves people without a voice and And this isn't me trying to give anybody legal advice and if you, if you if you if you are one of those people that decided to tell me information about their story and decided to tell me that there are certain ways that you would think you would feel safer in a society after this event has happened to you I'm sorry that it happened to you and I'm going to leave your name out Of most of these conversations because I don't want you to be re victimized. And if you were a victim of sexual assault or sexual violence, I do say I wouldn't, I I don't want you to listen to this episode if it is going to cause you to be traumatized again. So that's what I'm saying. I, I do, I share responsibility as a podcast hoster to make sure that the information I'm bringing, the songs that I'm talking about aren't going to harm anybody in the long run and bring them more trauma than they already were trying to deal with. And so there are options that I'm going to look for, and, and they're going to be in the description. And throughout this episode, where I truly are going to leave like resources and stuff. And so this episode is going to be extremely informative. And if you don't like me being informative, that's fine. Um, but there will be episodes like this where I'm very informative and I'm going to talk about conversations about um situations like tough topics like sexual assault and I and I and I understand that most people probably won't agree or some people will, some people won't. And and I'm not here to change your mind, but I am here to try to help you think. Right? Like I am trying to here to um bring this topic to the table with biases, unbiases, and just kind of see if I can just change your mind or just change a few people's mind about sexual assault, and I'm not, I'm probably not going to change anybody's mind about sexual assault, but it is something to talk about, especially the meaning of why people get creative and write the songs that they do from events that they had to deal with, and so from that standpoint, I wonder, I've always wondered what, like, what is the, what is the pros of me doing, doing an episode like this? But at the, at the same time, I do want to give these victims a voice. I do want to give people that were dealing with these crimes a voice. I want I want them to give their power back. So, with that long, long, long disclaimer, um, we're gonna get into it. But we're gonna I'm gonna do this in parts. So this is part one. This is the disclaimer. Later on, we'll get into other parts where a certain sensitivity is needed. So I do really hope you enjoy this episode. If you don't, I'm sorry. If you have been sexually assaulted before, I am extremely sorry that it happened to you, men, women, male, female, non-binary. Overall, I am sorry. I don't know if you have heard anybody say they're sorry that this is happening to you, but I do want to make sure that I am, I get on this stage and say that I am sorry. Um, for what somebody may have caused, you, caused to happen to you in the long run, I know it's probably not enough. You're probably like, "Why is he bring this long disclaimer?" It's truly because I, I just hearing this song. I've kind of put this off. I've kind of put this off solely because I, I don't know how to approach this without evidence base, and so I decided I had to get evidence for it. So, with that being said, uh, let's see what part two is. But this is definitely part one. This is a huge disclaimer. So as I said, we're gonna break down this um, song by Scott Daddy's music. Her her song is called "Why Me," and we're gonna just kind of break this down, um, bit by bit. And I and as I said I'm gonna bring a lot of n- numbers and statistics in here, which I think is the only proper way to handle a situation like this. And I'm going to leave, I'm gonna look at my um, analytics and try to give each uh, country, state, uh, county, providence. I'm gonna to try to leave some information. For if any victim of any sexual assault needs to report it, because the report rate for uh, victims that uh, that that deal with uh, that deal with uh, sexual assault is very low. It's like seven percent, and it bothers me when looking at these statistics. So I'm gonna add a little statistics in here as we keep going, and then we're going to talk about we're gonna talk about the statistics, but we're also gonna talk about the song and why. We'll go to, in the context deeper because I did pull a lot of college studies when I was looking at this. But then I was also looking at a bunch of surveys while I was talking about the song. Anyway, the song is Sky Daddy. Sky, Why me by Sky Daddy's music? So this should be great. Uh, She starts off by saying, There was a time when I was young and innocent that i be... <laughs> and that was before I let everyone get in my head. Which we have to talk about this before the trauma, before all the lies, before all the pain. Before I hurt so bad, I had to change my name. Let's let's talk about this. And and when I break this down, it's gonna it's gonna sound it, it's gonna sound a certain way to certain people. It's gonna sound a certain way to other people. Um, I was looking at the evidence, uh, and the evidence is not great, considering the amount of children that are in a classroom. Uh, there are two statistics I'm looking at, and the statistics that either way you look at them, they're terrible. Uh, the statistics is that 1 in 8 children, or 1 in 6 children, um, experience, gender-wise aside, they experience sexual assault experiences in the very early ages. Which is alarming to me that we, uh, that nations, right, have certain policies to fix certain situations. But as she said, this shouldn't be a thing in which children have to worry about, right? This is this is a situation in which I, I just can't understand, right? Because we would hope, and and a, and I said this in a perfect society, we would hope that ethically people would follow uh, Kant's uh, his his analogy of that. There, people would do perfect people would act perfectly or in innocent people would act in morally good faith which he says that it would be for someone's own somebody's own benefit and not your own to meet their ends and not your and of your own personal interest but this bothers me because it's it's I I, I feel I feel terrible that children are and it might not be all children but it is an it's children where the statistics are saying one to 6 or one to 8. You have to realize there's like 12 children in a classroom. This could be pre-K, this could be first grade, this could be secondary. This could be first this could be primary school, second first day. uh primary school for some children. Um th- this could be a lot of different like instances. But in a song she's talking about it. She said this is a song that shouldn't exist. But I'm happy she brought a light to this because there, ah, this this is, I'm probably covering this song extremely late, but this is something that it, it it I don't know it bothers me right because it's like we're growing up and we're giving kids trauma because they're one in six likely to have a sexual uh sexual assault experience, which which is alarming by multiple means. But she said it hurts so. <laughs> Before I hurt so bad, I had to change my name. Now, I don't know if this is a situation she was talking about when she was making a um, a reaction to a certain video where she kind of refers to it happening when she was a little bit older, and that's still not acceptable, I don't think, sexual experiences. And on the bright side, okay, so this is, this is where I'm going to bring statistics in. I'm going to bring statistics in a little bit later, but it is something that... Through the research. I think the research proves that there there needs to be a change. But we'll get into this. Um, she says, "Before the manipulation, before the cracked foundation, the moments that tested my patience, I prayed for God to take it all away. Um, I felt that I felt that all I felt before I felt all the self blame eating at me. Before I felt the devil crushing me and no one hearing me scream. Before I asked God why me." This okay. This in itself. This in itself. Like, look, we can say this, and it's it's weird. But in in a study, it showed that fifty. In a study, it showed fifty percent of victims are blamed for either their appearance or for the way that the way that they dress or the uh their attitude towards a certain situation, and why people believe that they were the victim of a crime. And I don't know why we're victim blaming people when it shouldn't be, hey, it's the victim fault for wearing this or wearing that or acting like this. Or And it, it's so weird to me because I looked at a study, I looked at another study and the study said that a lot of victims, a lot of victims have said that they don't. That they blame themselves because they thought they they should have fought back or they should have did something and they froze up and they this this kills me inside to think that there's a small population of any country that is dealing with uh, is dealing with this and it can lead to suicidal thoughts. This is this is alarming, right? I've always, this is alarming. She says I've been loyal. I've been patient. I've been hollowed <laughs> uh, by thy name she's she's been saying that which that's a religious point that I'm probably not going to touch because that would make this extremely longer but it is it's it's very concerning to me right that this song as she said this song should not exist children uh, women I apologize for the men men I apologize for certain women that have treated you and been you've been sexually assaulted by but this this is a, this is a, uh, definitely a, uh, it's a tough topic. I've been researching this. I've been researching the statistics and the data behind this for at least two weeks. Cause I was scared to put this out because I was like, I put this out. I don't put any effort into supporting the victims. And then it becomes, oh, he's just making us aware of situations and not giving us solutions. And I, and I, and I truly looked for solutions. And I am dumbfounded by not finding solutions to fix this problem. She says, I didn't actually be a pawn in this wicked little game. There was a time when I had no doubt in my mind. I thought I was the chosen. And wouldn't lose... And and wouldn't lose no hope. Then youth, I got old. Then I hope... She was a hope. She was... Then she got older. Which, let me tell you something. I don't... I don't quite understand this. Because I... As I said, I did a I did a lot of research for this because I because she said this song should have been created, and so this brought me down a rabbit hole of okay, so philosophy, sociology, why are we here? Like, why why did this song that why should this song not have been created? And the further I got to this research, I was like, no, this song should have been created. To bring awareness to a lot of situations that people don't really think about because they don't have to go through it. Because that old phrase is, "Oh, it doesn't happen around me, so I don't." Yeah, it doesn't happen to. It doesn't happen around me, so that it doesn't happen. Is a problem that I have, right? Because she says I didn't actually be a pawn in this little in this in this wicked little game, which, and I couldn't find any evidence uh, to like any um i couldn't find any evidence scholar scholar <laughs> i couldn't find any evidence for this uh through sociology psychology criminology i can find any evidence from any journal from any evidence from any um scholar that said victims wanted this even victim statements themselves said they didn't want it it just happened and they felt powerless. But I don't think any of them asked to be in that game, which is why this is a wicked little game that many, many people that face sexual assault deal with, which is shocking to me. But there was there was a time when I was young and I had no doubt and I thought I was chosen. Rocks turned into boulders and my words felt, felt, the world felt on my shoulders. So this is me talking to anybody that's been through any form of trauma, but especially sexual assault trauma. Because um, I was reading, I was trying to find ways to improve it, and they was like, uh please find somebody that you can talk to. Even if it's not, hey, I don't want to follow a police report right away, find somebody you can talk to, because that will help you get your power back, get your control back. and And that's another thing that, like, this really... This really hit home. This really hit home because I was like, I don't, because to feel that you have no power and to feel like the world is against you, and the and the world around you feels heavier because you are dealing with so much trauma that you have to unpack later in therapy, right? This is an issue in which it's it's very like it's very hard. The thought of death kind of be and this is this is a thing the thought of death becomes comforting. I wonder when death when death was coming was gonna come for me. This is something right here that brought me into Durgenheim's idea on suicide. In which he says Dirkenheim says uh, that suicide is based on our social our social environment and our social or uh, based off of social interactions and based off of society's rules, laws, institutions. And so what this brought me to realize is that a lot of people, officers included, not all officers, some officers included, um, some counselors, not all counselors, but some, some, right? Some people, some family members, some friends, you know. And some in some court systems do not believe that when a when a person comes and says, "Hey, I've been sexually assaulted." they don't truly believe that victim, which is more concerning considering that they have lost their power and the people with the power to help the victim get their control back are saying, Hey, we don't believe you because of X, Y, and Z. But then people wonder and it's, it's, people wonder, okay, but why is only seven reports why are only seven percent of people report um, sexual assault that can include rape and other, um, sexual advances, which is concerning to me because that is a lot. Um, uh, that's a lot to me, right? That, that's a lot to me because I think, you know, and it's a lot of data that doesn't get reported and it's because if victims don't feel like they can report it to people, um, then they're not going to report it and they're going to deal with it and then, it can lead them to think that suicide is comfortable, right? Because suicide has a lot of different reasons why they do it, right? But it is when you start thinking death is comforting, com- comforting, um, because they're dealing with so much trauma from sexual assault. This is this becomes what laws, what institutions, what are we doing? And our like systems that we aren't like, hey, we believe this is a societal issue in which we should try to help people with sexual assault um find peace, happiness and and try to treat this trauma. <sighs> which, well, that like is that's 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 so weird. That's that's weird to me, it really is. And she mentions it. Every man of God I've asked said I should be ashamed of myself. So I tell myself that I am not the one to blame. I'm not the one to blame. I'm not the one who should be blamed. Oh, there was a time. This is what I've seen from multiple studies from New Zealand to... I'm not calling New Zealand out. um, But I just couldn't find any other evidence in other countries. Like... Good documented data in other countries. The United States was one where I could find it, but it is like it's weird. Like I know she's aiming this probably at the church or anybody that believes. Like I get it, right? But this is my question. This is my question. This is my this is this is my concern, right? And this brings me back to the point of people saying, well. Uh, we're victim blaming her because she dressed like this, or she did this, or she went out at blah blah. She look. Can we stop? Like, can we stop blaming the victims? Like, can we stop blaming the victims, male, um, male, female, non-binary? Can we just stop blaming the victims? Can we stop transgender? Can we stop blaming the victims? Because transgenders, um, when it comes to sexual assault, are twenty-one percent more likely. Uh, let that sit. There. So, and this is not me, like, this is not me, this is not me saying that men are less likely to be sexually assaulted. That's not me saying that. Um, But it is, evidence has shown that they're either one, one, one in thirteenth likely to be sexually assaulted. They're also one in 9th likely to be assaulted. Where women are one in eight and one in six and children are one in six. Transgender are roughly the data is not the best for that. But it makes me wonder. Right? It it makes me wonder and and, and, and this can be, you know, me giving an opinion, I guess, but it is I have questions on why they're, like, why are we, like, I don't understand why we go, oh, you know, they did this, we blame the victim because they dressed a certain way, they were out late at night, like, okay, people can't live their lives, people can't have some fun in lives because they're, you know. Like, this is a, a weird issue for me to be like, oh, well, we should, uh, we should, we should look at that because I don't know any women. I don't know any men that did it. But then the evidence shows that uh, there's a, like uh, there's a point, there's a point seven percent or higher that the reason that they're doing this is because they were, uh, they were, uh, they their peers are, are, their peers influenced them to do it, or the fact that point seven percent are more likely to be sexually assaulted from somebody else's drinking. That's concerning. That's not because they're drinking. That's because somebody else is drinking. Which is a tad bit concerning to me. Which is still concerning to me that that's that's the thing we're arguing. Oh, well, it's their own fault. Okay, but the data shows that it's a point seven percent, point seventy percent or higher. That when people are being sexually assaulted, it's because somebody else is somebody else was drinking. That's kind of hard to look over the evidence on that. It just kind of is to me. There was a time when I was young and was in my. This is I. I, I just don't. And I, and I say this because I don't, like, if you are a victim of sexual assault, this isn't me saying everything's going to be fine, because that's just not, we don't live in a perfect society. But I do want to, I do want to say that, sure, I promise you, you're not the person that should be blamed for anything that happens to you, that you didn't consent to, right? And this is the thing, consent is very important, right? But if you're just sexually assaulting people, that's concerning. And that's that's just... She says, before the manipulation, a crackdown foundation, which is... If I have no one to go to because my foundation is cracked, then what am I supposed to do? Because if I go to anybody else, they're going to say I'm crazy. Which is an issue. And they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to, in any aspects, be like, "Oh, I'm the problem with what I did because I wasn't aware that I couldn't do what I wanted." You know, I couldn't live my life a little bit because there's because there's people that's not gonna trust me if I say I've been sexually assaulted by somebody, just because oh this is their favorite celebrity or they're so high up in uh, they're so high up. They have power. They have status. That's a bit concerning. So, this song overall, to me, is definitely is definitely a nine out of ten for me because it's very powerful. It has a message behind it. So, this is the uh, this is the part of this episode where I'm going to give you suggestions on how to help people that you know that have been sexually assaulted. Um, if you don't want to help anybody that's been sexually assaulted, pl- you don't have to listen to this. The song is a nine out of ten for me. Um, and I hope to see you in the next episode. However, if you want to learn these tips on how to how to help someone with sexual assault, um, there's a few templates and a few guides that are out there to help you. But I'm going to read a few because I think I think it's very important when you cover a deep topic like sexual assault and to look at the statistics and go, you know what? Maybe we can fix this. Maybe we should fix this. Um, but it says if you feel outraged and shocked. Let 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 them explain themselves. Be, always believe the victim. Not saying always, but make it clear that you believe them that a sexual assault happened to them or her or non-binary or to or transgender. Just just make sure you do that. But also, we have to look at this justice system and go, hey, um, give them their control back. The control that they think they lost because they were sexually assaulted. Um, one woman said she felt that she could have uh, a person felt that they couldn't they could have fought back more. Um, which is which is they could have fought back more because they didn't consent to it, or they just because I froze. Uh, I didn't I didn't consent to it, but no, you, you don't. If you don't consent to it, it's it's sexual assault, which is a problem. Um, the next thing is just just be available for them to let their emotions out, cry, scream, be silent, just to be with that person, anger. Um, but hear them out, like sure, hear them out is something that I, I don't know um and it's something I would really suggest I don't know how you do this but uh I don't know how to do this especially if they're telling you that this person did it to them and it's it's proven or it's on video Um, avoid trying to make threats about to the person or about the person or to the person because they don't want you arrested because they're being, they're coming to you in confidence and believing that you will help them through this process, which isn't, which isn't, which isn't an easy process, Made by available by different shows, other courtrooms. It's not, it's not something, Lord, it's not something, it's, it's, I've, I've had the unlikelihood of running into these situations where... I've been able to see courtrooms, and we can say there's two sides of every story, right? But it is, you see these situations, you see these court cases where so something like this goes down, and you're just like, hey, I don't necessarily understand. Um, that's alarming. Hey, we shouldn't do that. Uh, but second, main confidentiality. If they tell you something, please leave the victim's name out of it. Just don't don't say, oh, so, uh, for example... Um, I don't know anybody. Um, the person's name is not really Jenny, and I don't know a Dave. So we're gonna go with Jenny and Dave. Um, hey, Dave. Uh, Jenny told me you sexually assaulted her. No, I didn't. Who, why did? Why do you believe her? It, like that's that's not very helpful if you just straight up go to the person or go and confront the person because they're probably gonna lie. They probably are. I don't know anybody that's gonna openly admit to sexual assault. I, not that I know of. Um. Be gentle in how you support them. Um. When when you give them their power back, but make sure it, before I hug you, hey, can I hug you? Um. Just be more verbal and make sure that it's that they give you consent to hug them after this situation because they might not want to be near anybody. Um. Don't make don't make very. Um. So you can encourage counseling, but don't make like extreme promises that You don't know if you can keep. For example, hey, we're gonna make sure he, we get them. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, you want to get them? We do. Okay, and this is gonna sound hypocritical of me to say, right? But go to the right authorities, and I'm saying this because there should be a way to handle this that will give the people their powers back, but there are counting methods through um police departments. Um I personally cannot contest. I, I can't say how good these programs are for victims because I have not been a victim. I don't know a victim personally that will um give me a statement. But it is Yeah you have to be careful with this. But it's just go to the right authorities and let them handle it because the situation can be dangerous i just i think if if, if you knows that's dealing with sexual assault i think you want to be with them every step of that process so that they feel that they feel like they can talk about it and be vulnerable with you um but leave it to the proper authorities is where i'm like yeah leave it with the proper authorities but for example um and I I'll, I'll put this article that lists it. But and I'm not gonna leave. Her, I'm not gonna say her name. But there was a woman that got sexually assaulted. She waited three years, three years and seven months, three years and seven months to go to trial for a sexual assault. But by due process, we we were deserved a speedy trial. Which that's uh, something I don't know. Investigations take time, yes. But I don't know. Like, this is... Be patient and let them heal. Like, but you have to let them heal. But make sure you're there with them so they don't feel... um And this is... uh I'm gonna see if I can get, like, more information. Because if I can't get more information, I will give more information out before this is released. But if I can't... I'm going to find some, I'm going to find some resources. I'm going to have to, because reading this information is sad to me to read. As I said, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, This episode did take two weeks to fully create, to make sure that I had enough evidence and enough research, but it is, I'm going to have to find resources, because if I don't, I feel like I, especially for victims of sexual assault. If I don't find resources, I'm going to feel like I failed people with sexual assault. And I don't know any people um, of sexual assault personally, but I do think not being able to find resources for people that, um, that are dealing with sexual assault is something that I, I just can't sit here and be like, well, with all of this research, you know, they should be able to find resources. I'm not going to say that because that's not entirely true. So even if I go by country, by county, I'm going to find... I'm doing my research, I'm gonna put a lot in the description because I'm gonna to try to find resources for sexual assault victims. And if any sexual assault organizations are listening to this that that are curious that are that are curious but also want to be a kind of just want to help people in need. Um, that need, that need help or want help from people in need or just want a platform to, to help a person of sexual assault and, and we can work something out to where we use a code that you say that you heard from this, you know, you heard from this episode. If you, um, and I, I would love to work with an organization, um, I would love to help an organization. I don't know if any of my listeners or this audience really particularly are dealing with sexual assault or dealing with sexual assault, but I do think it would be great to have for this show to have an organization that we can go to and need if the if it arises that sexual assault happens. If something arises for something and and sexual assault does happen, I would love for them to be able to use like a code word or something if they can't necessarily get away from the person that's sexually assaulting them. I think that would be great to have an organization or researchers that this show could just provide in each statement as a disclaimer. Hey, if you're dealing with something tough or when we do these tougher episodes where we're like, hey, um, if you're dealing with sexual assault, people want to hear from you. So, I'm gonna see what happens, and if they reach out to me, this can all be talked about or negotiated or whatever we have to do. Because I think, I think with this research I've done with sexual assault, I think it, it would be unfair to just give you the evidence and not give you any resources for sexual assault. So, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my best to have everything booted up, to have everything booted up in time. Um, and I'm gonna probably let this episode out normally like I would, and just see if an organization does. Uh, if the organization does, I will leave, um, the business email for this podcast in the description, like I always do. And please feel feel free to reach out to me if there's a situation and I can help you, um, report this to the authorities or some something that I can help you do. Right, because I, I don't think I, I don't think there's enough evidence, roughly, that can deal with sexual assault correctly. And with that being said, with me having a platform, I think it's only right that I'm like, hey, um, sexual assault does happen. It does happen to both men and women non binary and trans people or transgender people. So I think we should have more resources connections something we can use to help these people get help and out of these abusive situations where they where they into sexual assault situations because they don't want to give consent i think that would be great i think that would kind of be uh, a perfect way to handle the situation however i'm not sure Man, after reading this research i i'm telling you now this research is very impactful um but it is concerning. I, th- I think it, it very much is concerning that this is still going on. Most of data I pulled from was 2018, 2019, uh, which is only a few years, ago, which was only a few years ago. And I have FBI statistics too that say only like seven percent were used, and that most sexual assault things happen at the ages between 10 and 15, which. That is disturbing because they're still children. Uh, this, is, this is disturbing. Teenage, early teenage, late at, adolescent years. Uh, this, uh, like, this is what I'm saying. And I don't know, as I said, I don't necessarily know. And I'll never know a person's story without having this conversation with a person. So, I think it's only right that I try to find it. Um, women, males, um, binary, transgenders. I think overall... If you didn't get anything from this episode, it's like, this episode's a tad bit long for no reason, um, sexual assault's not okay, and you always need consent in dealing with sexual assault, and we need to stop blaming the victim for sexual assault, and if I lose a few listeners because of that, I'm, I'm sorry, but, um, sexual assault just is a topic that, and looking in the research, it's, it's kind of hard to not it's kind of hard not to feel bad for people that are dealing with sexual assault when a large majority of the evidence shows that some of this is because somebody else is drinking, so with that being said, um hope everyone makes good decisions uh hope you enjoyed this episode. I really do. I don't know what this episode is gonna do. I don't know how this episode's gonna be received, but it is. It's concerning. I'll see you in the next episode.